The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners, where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Happy New Year. Oh my goodness. How are we in the new year already? 2023. Oh my goodness. I hope that you are better than last year. Uh, I know that a lot of people had challenging years, some people had phenomenal years, some people had transformational years that they called for expansion and it showed up in ways that they didn't expect and it shifted them, it changed them, it called them forward, it called them out and sometimes that's what we'd actually need in order to grow. So whatever year you had, I hope that you took the time to reflect on 2022 and extract the lessons and and the key things that you want to take into the new year. Uh, If you haven't yet, you can download the guide. The link is in my bio for my Transcend Guide, which helps you reflect and release 2022 and helps you set up your year for 2023. And so I thought for the first podcast of the year going out on the 2nd of January, which is crazy. I thought I would talk to you about mapping out your year for 2023. I think that sometimes we can get super caught up in New Year's resolutions, in setting goals, when really we need to actually almost like take the time to reflect on what it is that we want this year to be uh, and who we need to be in the process of that. And so I want to cover off a couple of key things that I'm doing to help prep my year and think about this ahead of time. And it's also made me really think about like what type of year you really want to have, because I'm I remember sitting with my girls in my mastermind group at the beginning of December and reflecting on our year of 2022. And I had remembered because I had forgotten, I had actually forgotten that in the beginning of the year, I'd set out and basically said to myself, this year is going to be a maintenance year. Like it's going to be just literally maintaining what I'd done the year before, because I knew that in the process of still grieving and after losing my dad in 2021, it was really just about getting through and still doing the best that I could to serve my clients in a really high state and also protect my energy and all of the things that come with grieving. And if you've never lost a parent before, then you may not understand that. And yet for those of you who have, you totally understand that. And so whether you had life-changing things that happened in 2022, sometimes it's knowing that you only have the capacity for so much. And so through taking the time to reflect on that, that, hey, yeah, I did actually set out for this year to just be a maintenance year. It wasn't to have massive growth. It wasn't to change and expand. It was to amplify. Yes, absolutely. And there was beautiful things that came across that was all about amplification because my two words for the year were amplify and ease. And so I very much believe that I intentionally brought that to my year by being kind to myself, by not expecting too much from myself. And when I found myself comparing myself to other people who were having massive years, I was like reminding myself like, hey, it's okay. You will have your year and it's okay that this year is just a maintenance year. It doesn't have to be a massive year every single year. And I think that we often go into brand new years going, this is going to be my best year yet. And so I wanted to reflect on what kind of year you could possibly be leaning into and to give yourself the kindness to go, okay, it might only need to be a maintenance year this year. So the way that I look at this is a couple of different things. So what kind of year do you feel that you are going to be having this year? And so this is kind of based on where you are in business, but it's also based on what you experienced last year. So you could have had lots of crap happen. You could have had 
the year that wasn't really the best year. You could have had an amazing year. You could have scaled massively. And I think that it's so easy for us to jump straight into going, oh, I really want to scale. But if we haven't got certain things in place, it's difficult to scale. And I remember doing this with a client of mine a couple of months ago where she was talking about wanting to have a million dollar business. And so we looked at the model, her business model at the time. And I said to her, like, it's absolutely impossible for you to make a million dollars right now because you don't have any of the foundational pieces in place. She didn't have the ability for her to scale in mass amounts in order for her to make millions of dollars. She was really still running on time versus money. And that was setting her up to have a hundred thousand dollar year, which was amazing. But for her to scale, it was impossible because she was literally just basically auctioning off her time and that wasn't going to serve her. And so for her to get to a million dollar year, she actually needs to focus on creating a foundational year to set up all the key pieces and put them in place so then she can scale the year after. It takes time to put all these things in place. So the way that I look at it, we've got five key areas or five key types of years that you could be focused on. The first one is your foundational year. So this could be basically creating a space where you're setting up all the ins and outs of the business in order for you to scale. So it'd be looking at your offers. It'd be looking at what are the key things you need to have in place for your business model in order for you to grow and start setting those pieces up. Now for my client, it was creating passive income. It was creating courses. It was creating programs that she could scale with that wasn't banking on her time versus money. That's the first one, a foundational year. Number two is a growth year. So once you have all of those foundations in place, then you can actually focus on growth. Now, this is where you're getting your sales and your marketing, you know, amped up and you're creating a space where you're able to have, you've already got the containers set up and now it's about calling in those dream clients and creating massive growth in your business. So see how I mean? Like if you don't have those foundational pieces in place, then you can't create the growth. You can't go out into a brand new year and go, yeah, I'm going to grow massively this year without some of those foundational pieces in place. So I want you to figure out where are you currently? Cause you might be sitting in one of those. And so when I look at this, I go, okay, so when I'm stepping into a foundational year, I'm not expecting I'm going to have massive growth because I'm working on the foundations and that's all the behind the scenes stuff. So it's not something that is going to turn things around really quickly. And I had this happen with another client of mine where she had such high expectations on creating a program, figuring out how to launch it and sell it, and then getting it out into the market. And she had high expectations on how she was going to sell without the foundational pieces in place, like an audience, like working on building and nurturing her audience on her email list, uh, making sure that she had the right customers that are on her email list and on her socials that were going to purchase the program that she was creating. And so when the launch didn't necessarily go to plan, it was disappointing. Absolutely. And so I think that this is important for you to really consider the expectation you're going into and what you're creating for yourself going into this new year, because if your expectation is super high, but you haven't got certain things in place, then it's not going to happen. And then you're going to feel disappointed. So I want you to consider in a foundational year, you're not going to have massive growth. It's just doesn't happen that way because you're working on all the things behind the scenes. Another one of my clients, she literally went and worked on all the foundational pieces this year. And then it was about, okay, now it's about stepping into this growth phase next year. So she got all of the key pieces, like she got her money under control because she was all over the shop with her money last year. She literally was like, didn't know where it was coming or going. She felt uh, disheartened when it came to looking at her numbers. And so she went out and we worked on all of her money mindset blocks. We went and worked out on, on setting up her business to actually thrive. We looked at her business model. We looked at, she had all the meetings with her accountant to set up all the information, make sure that the business is actually set up correctly for her finances to reach a million dollar business. So it was all these foundational pieces that she needed to work on. Right. And so now that she's worked on all of that, now she can 
can step into a growth year, right? So it's sometimes considering all these key pieces, because if you haven't got all these key pieces in place, you cannot expect yourself to go out and grow massively. Now you can grow. Yes, absolutely. You might grow 10%, you might grow 20%, but you're not going to grow 50 to 80% of your income if you haven't got those foundational pieces in place. Okay, so then often what happens after you have a growth year is sometimes you go into stepping into a maintenance year. Okay, so this is about maintaining and maybe redefining, really getting really clear on your offers and really getting clear on where you want to spend your time and energy and work on actually maintaining the success or maintaining the impact, maintaining the money that you've generated the year before and going into that new year going, it's okay. This is actually more about redefining. I don't have to have a massive growth year, but I want to maintain the growth that I've created. There are so many lessons that you can take from working out how to maintain your business. I had this happen with another client of mine. We got to look at, okay, so she's created a certain amount of success. We need to, she needed to work on some core foundational pieces. Yes. But it was like, hang on a minute, let's actually work on the maintenance part. So then you can get to that scale section, because if you can't learn to maintain and get off the roller coaster income, then what can happen is that you get disheartened when you have a low month and then you end up going down and down and down instead of learning to maintain and learning what are the uh, CEO behaviors you need to be doing in order to maintain that growth, right? The maintenance part is actually sometimes the most challenging, yet there were so many lessons that I had last year in having a maintenance year was maintaining my energy, working out what was really important to me and where I wanted to be spending my energy and making sure that I was really attracting the right dream clients. So I actually said a no, said no to a lot. So it's almost like your maintenance year is like, let's work out what you need to say no to in order to maintain your growth, but also maintain your energy, maintain the success that you're having. So then you can step things up the year after, because I feel like sometimes we go into the new year going, oh, I want to have a massive year this year, but sometimes you bloody well don't. Right. And if you're not at that stage, you may not understand this, but there's some times where you're just like, I just want to maintain what I've got. I don't want to be expending all of this energy because sometimes creating and constantly like putting yourself out there and doing all of those things can be physically, emotionally exhausting. So I think that it's, yeah, consider that whether it's like, okay, it's time to focus on the maintenance and how do I maintain the growth, the energy, my time, like all of those key pieces. So then, you know, when you go to that next stage, you've created really, really good habits, which is really, really good in business because it helps you maintain your sanity as well. Okay, the next one is systems. Sometimes we need a systems year. Now, these aren't necessarily going in order as such, uh, but I think that sometimes we, we get to a year where we need to make sure that we've got all of our systems in place. Now, systems years can actually happen earlier on in the business, but they can also happen in later on in the, in the business as well. Because I think we go through different stages. And so like an earlier stage systems year would be like literally getting everything in place to make sure in your startup phases where you're literally like working on building your visibility, building your audience, uh, getting all your systems in place with your contracts, with your platforms that you're utilizing, whether you're utilizing, you know, how you invoice people, making sure that you're getting your email list up and running, like all those key pieces. I also had one of my other clients go through this last year where she didn't have any systems in place. She'd actually built a really good business without the systems. And so for her to then grow to that next level, she needed to have the systems in place in order for her to get her time back. Because what was happening is she was spending way too much time doing all the admin, working on where she's going to find her next clients, basically literally like doing everything manually. And so we were like, okay, what do we need to delegate? How do you get more into your zone of genius? What do you need to automate? What do you need to get into a better system? Because what's this isn't working, right? Because if you're spending 50% of your time working with clients and generating income, 
but then the other 50% doing all the admin, you are wasting so much time. So there can be that stage of just systems earlier on in the business where you need to basically get everything in place and working like a, like a really well-oiled machine. And then you'll find that sometimes later on in business, you might be five to six years down the track and you actually need to improve your system. So you go through a system year by updating and upgrading everything. So it might be like, you know, look, looking at better systems and better platforms, better organizations to work with, better CRM systems, better platforms that you may have your courses on, like all of that, where you're getting those working better. You may be working on better funnels. You may be changing the way that you're bringing in new clients. You might need to change your systems when it comes to client attraction. So you go through that stage. And I think that sometimes the ways to know whether this is a year for you is like, okay, where are you spending your time? And if your time is being spent on things that could be automated, then it might be time for a systems year. Or if you feel like your systems aren't actually working at the scale that you've gotten to, right? So if you've grown to a certain level and your systems aren't serving you and they're not keeping things easy and systemized, then you maybe need to working on your systems. Okay. So it might be looking at that slide later on in your business. It might be earlier stages that you're working on this. So it might be time for a systems year. So I want you to consider that. Okay. And the last one is your scale, right? Like we all want a scale year, but like I said, you kind of have to have the foundational pieces in place, have been able to maintain growth and also have your systems in place as well. So then you can get get to that scale year. And the scale year was literally focusing on your numbers. It's literally focusing on how can I elevate this level and how can I go to the whole next level? So this is where you have a big investment year. A lot of the time is where you're investing in lead generation. It's where you're investing in better systems. It's where you may be investing in better team. It's where you're literally going, okay, how can I double to triple my revenue and my numbers throughout this year? And so it's that constant focus on sales, on marketing and improving your system so then they can act your systems can actually hold all of those people so this is where you know without that definition of where to spend your time without your systems in place without the foundational pieces in place a scale year really isn't possible and so this is where i think that sometimes people think they want to be but their systems aren't set up to be able to manage that. They're not set up to manage that. And so if they were to actually have all of these people come into their business at the level that they really want it to be, to have that scale year, they would find that their systems would fail on them. They would find that they would be super burnt out because they're trying to do all the things at once, maybe even doing all the things themselves. And so, yeah, I think it's really considering like, have you got all those other key pieces in place in order to have a scale year? And then it's about how you step into your CEO shoes, really focus on what's really important and get your team to support you. And this is where that next level of trust comes into place. That next level mindset comes into place. And that's where we're really focusing on having a massive year. And that's very much like an outward year. When I think about energy, we're really like on that step up, go, go, go hustle, hustle, hustle for lack of a better word. And we're literally putting ourselves out there to scale. And it's like consistently and focused on where you want to go. So these are the key things that I think about when mapping out my year. So if I think ahead, what do I want my year to be? Where am I at? What do I need to focus on in order for me to go to that next level? Am I in a foundational year? Am I going to have a growth year? Am I going to have a maintenance year? Or am I focused on systems or scaling? So I want you to consider which one it is for you and then focus on where you want to take things to the next level. Then from there, what I look, literally look at is my top three priorities, because I think what can happen is we set massive goals and then don't consider the things that have to be put in place in order to achieve those goals 
or we set unrealistic goals or we just set goals because we think we have to or we should. And that's not going to serve you. I literally think of what's my top three priorities. Now, with doing my end of year reflection, I've already got those top three priorities. I know what they are. And so sometimes by reflecting on what worked and what didn't work, you then see, okay, this is where I need to focus my attention. And so then my top three priorities come out of the woodwork. So once I have my top three priorities, then I work out my yearly goals. I look at them as a yearly focus because this is what we're working towards, right? This is a whole year focus. And then I usually break it down into six month and then three month goals. That makes it much easier for me to focus on what's most important and then get, gives me a start off point. I usually work my year in 90 day focuses. So a three month focus, right? Because it's hard for you to focus on things that aren't going to happen to the six month mark. Whereas if you, or your yearly mark. So if we break it down from the year to the six month and then down to your 90 days, it gives me a clear perspective on what I need to be focusing on, gives me clear things to action and helps me execute faster. So once I have my focus for my 90 days, then that's about obviously taking action towards it. But one thing I do consider here is who do I need on my team? So for me to get to that yearly goal, who do I need on my team? Do I need support? Do I need a bookkeeper? Do I need a better accountant? Who do I need that's actually going to serve my business in the long run for that yearly focus? Because it might be that I need to have an OBM. I might need to have another VA. I might need to increase my hours for my team. So it's really considering that because I think that without that overview, what can happen is we go just take action and don't consider that we actually might need help or we, for us to focus on what's important, we need someone else to be doing all the things that aren't necessarily important right? Because if you're in your zone of genius doing the things that are needle moving activities, you're going to serve your business on a higher level. If you're focused on those CEO activities, if you're focused on those needle moving activities and someone else is doing all the nitty gritty behind the scenes, right? Because your time is not, not best spent updating the website, right? Like if, if, if that's not your zone of genius and it's not generating money, like why are you spending your time there? It might be time to actually upgrade that. So I'm looking for someone to actually help me with Kajabi. I'm looking for someone who's actually going to serve me with video content creation, like all of these bits and pieces that I think that we need to consider before we go set those goals in the 90 day focus, because otherwise you'll end up just doing all the things that you think have to be done instead of considering, hang on a minute, who do I need on my team in order to help me get there? And how can I focus more on the needle moving activities rather than just the day to day admin that obviously needs to be done, but is irrelevant for you to be focused on. So I hope that this has served you. If you have any questions about this, feel free to reach out, send me a message, send me an email. You've got the links down there below in the show notes. And if you want support with this, if you want to be able to take your business to the next level, but all of this feels a little bit overwhelming, then definitely join the waitlist for Elevated. The next round is kicking off in February. So if you want to start off the year right and have the support that you need, get the guidance, be able to focus on what's really important and also work on yourself, your money blocks, as well as your self-worth, like all of those key pieces that help you elevate to the next level, then I would love for you to come and join us. If you like, you can register now for the waitlist where you get access to over $800 worth of bonuses. I've created some magical stuff for the bonuses. I cannot wait to tell you more about this. Uh, the applications are now open. So if you click the link in the show notes, put in your details as a registration for Elevated. And then once you've registered, you'll be on the list for the waitlist. So if you do decide to join, adding your name to the list is just a registration. It's not obligation to join. And once you join, then you'll get access to all of the bonuses. So I hope you have an incredible 2023. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Otherwise have an incredible week. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. 
Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.